You're listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. Welcome to Radio Sega, this is the Sega Lounge, I'm KC, I'm your host, and joining me tonight on a very special edition of the Sega Lounge, I have Esper K, hello! Good evening! Hello! Back. Welcome back! Are you sure you're not replacing me for Donnie? I'm scared! Uh, no, there's a new Donnie every week now, so... You're, you're this week's Donnie. Next week I'll oh, replace you with someone else. <laughs> Disposable Donnies! By Bumby Industries. A uh, new product coming out soon. No, no. I kid. Anyway, welcome back to the show, Esper Cates. It's good to have you uh, co-hosting co-hosting this episode of the Sega Lounge. Episode 14 of Season 3 of the Sega Lounge. We, we, we have done lots of Sega Lounge episodes by now. I was just checking the other day. It's it's been a long time. Um, yeah, it's it's great to be back after a, a one week uh, break. We took a break because our guest cancelled, which was not good. But this week we're back with a very special guest. Welcome uh, or join me in welcoming Cory Maru to the show. Hello, Cory. Hello, hey guys, how you guys doing? Yeah, we're great. It's great to have you on Hi. the Sega Lounge again uh, to talk about various Sega stuff, including. Uh, the Sonic and Sega Fan Jam 2016, which is going to be yes, awesome. Yeah, I'm sure you're you're a very busy man these days. Uh, but oh, uh, yeah. so thank you for taking the time to, to come on the show well, and thank you. yeah, and and uh, discuss and help us, you know, uh, create some hype, build up some hype to towards the the Fan Jam. Uh, before we, we get into that, don't forget, everyone, um, that you can join us on Discord, radiose.ga slash Discord, if you want. Uh, you can go there and you can you know, just chat about the show. Uh, ask us questions if you want, so radiose.ga slash Discord, or tweet at Radio Sega on, on Twitter, obviously, not Facebook, but since I said tweet obviously, uh, and use the hashtag the Sega Lounge. Either way, we'll give you a shout-out, uh, we'll uh, answer your questions, and so feel free to join us there. Uh, we usually, before we get into the interview, we usually start with the news, and so this week, Esper K, it's your turn to talk us, to tell us about the news. And so, Feel free to. Okay, we have a nice lineup this week, courtesy of Sega Nerds and Sega Bits. The first one, Shin Megami Tensei 4, Apocalypse, and Seventh Dragon, code 3, code VFD, are coming to Europe December 2nd. Uh, let's yes. see, as the, let me see if I can go to that article right over here. Sorry, competing with the push to talk. Uh, let's see, <laughs> as, the North, as North America and Japan already have the games, Europe is going to get a chance to play them soon. Uh, let's see if they are slated for December 2nd, as I said in the title, and they'll be available as both physical and digital releases. Now, the thing about the physical releases, it also comes with a little art book, so 
So, anyone that's interested in the art book, they get, like, anyone that's interested in the art of the game, they get an art book to take a look at the process and such. I remember actually getting an art book when I got, I think it was an Etrian Odyssey 4 game? That was pretty neat. It was a, a little map and guide and such. But, uh, that's yeah. not me. Let's bring it to the next one. I'm, I'm very yes. excited about 7th Dragon 3, by the way. Yeah, sorry. Move on. <laughs> I am too excited. I've heard of the first two, and it's like, wait, we're getting the third? Finally? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> yeah, you already do. Uh, you already have it uh, over there, though, in the US. Yeah. yeah so, I'm so, for Europe. I'm happy yeah, for them. Poor European users like me. For them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. That's great news. Right, next one. Oh, I think I remember getting teased about this one, like in another server when they dropped a picture of like, hey, here the voice like here the voice actors we're gonna get for Alice and here are some other roles that they played it. It's like, oh this guy yes. But anyway, onto the article itself. <laughs> Alice reveals Persona 5 English voice cast. Uh, let's see, actually oh, wrong one. That was later. Actually the page closed. What is this? Get out oh, haunted, no. Hashtag, as per KPC problems. One at a time. One at a time. I have I have them if you want if you want me to read them. No, it's fine. Let's see. Atlas has now revealed the Persona 5 English voice cast. If you haven't heard, the Western release will only be playable in English with the Japanese dubs sold separately as DLC. Now it's kind of funny because one of the commenters down below said that yes, PC troubles. Yes, PC troubles again. Yeah, they they said that Atlas didn't promise the Japanese dub as a as a DLC. They they said they are looking into it, but it hasn't been decided yet. Uh, I'm yeah. not sure. I'm not sure actually. Uh, but it, it would be interesting. Uh, it's it's a new day. It's new a new age of video games uh, when we're paying for uh, Japanese dubs in video games in Western releases yeah, of video like, games as DLC. It's, I was thinking it's crazy. it would probably be nice to like bump up the price of, of the game a little bit to include it, but eh, if we're getting it as DLC and we'll probably have to pay for that, I guess I'll be fine. But uh, let's see. Why not include the... it? It's already recorded. Just put it in there. That is true. That is true. <sighs> like, ugh. I'm an old school now, let's guy. Let's see. Uh, Persona 5 English voice cast is Xander Mobus as the protagonist, or as I most recently know the guy as the Super Smash, let's see, the uh, Smash 4 announcer. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, let's see, Cassandra Morris as Morgana, Max Middleman as Ryuji Sakamoto, Erica, Harlo see, Erica Harlicker as Anataka Miki, and I apologize in advance for any names that I happen to butcher. I should have said that before. <laughs> I'll see Matt Mercer as Yusuke Kitagawa. Shara Milei as Makoto Nijima, Erika Leinbeck as Futaba Sakura, Zanta Huya as Haru Okamura, and Robbie Damon as Girl Akechi. Now, I remember, let's see, a lot of love being for the uh, hacker girl that we were getting in Persona 5. I know Rainmaker would be delighted about that, by the way. Uh, let's see, most of the voice actors have been doing JRP dubs for quite a while. See, one of the most noticeable games most of the actors actually share in common is that most of them did voice work for Xenoblade Chronicles Cross. I kind of noticed two of them at least, since uh, I, didn't I didn't keep up on the series too much, but I was interested in the game at least, so that's a good thing. And let's see, also Max Middleman is doing the English voice work for Saitama from One Punch Man, that's also another one. Uh, let's see... As for the 
deal as he has for the Japanese audio being oh my car hello but car. as for the uh, Japanese are you <laughs> Japanese audio being DLC for the game. Uh, what do you think about that, either of you? Good idea? Not a good idea? The DLC thing? Yeah. Or the I, I I disagree completely. They should include it as you know in the game as per usual. You know it's it's already recorded. Why not include it in the game in the main game? I don't see the point of unless it's it's free DLC. If you have to pay to have the original Japanese dub in the game, I I don't see the point really. I think it's stupid. I don't know. Yeah, free DLC, free DLC for it would be nice. What do you think about it, Corey? Uh, yeah, I, I agree too. Free DLC is always the best. You don't want to like. Uh... You know, do what Capcom did with like Street Fighter Cross Tekken. With the uh, if there's already if there there's like data already in the disc and stuff, so there's, there's no point in like paying for the, you know for the DLC and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, locking out would be terrible, especially if, as you said, the data is already in the game. Why put it behind a paywall? Yes. But uh, let's see, the next one. This wasn't a really interesting one that I managed to look into before the show started. Here are the rumored details of the new Tech Toy Genesis. It's a, like, it's a cute little thing. Uh, was the, earlier this week, Tech Toy posted a video containing many classic Genesis games, which ends the tease of an upcoming announcement and directed readers to sign up for an email list to be the first to learn about the announcement. Uh, let's see, skipping down a little bit. Oh, uh, since then, rumors have been swirling that this announcement is Tech Toy's Genesis with HDMI output, a cartridge slot, an SD slot, and with the hardware that's very close to the original. Now, I personally think this is nice, since it's a hybrid of retro and modern. So, say if I have a bunch of Genesis games (coughs) that I put in the SD card, I could play it on this. (laughs) Yeah, so, by the way, if if you're not familiar with Tectoy, Tectoy is a Brazilian uh, company that's, uh, you know, uh, they they had the license. Uh, I I think they still have the license to uh, most Sega systems and Sega games in Brazil. And so the uh, Brazilian Sega community is huge because of these guys because they kept uh, you know releasing new software, new games, um, new versions of the the, the 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 older consoles and everything. And so they're now teasing an HDMI. Uh, Sega Genesis or Mega Drive. That's that's interesting. It's not an emulator, by the way. This is you know they're working on brand new hardware that yep, uh, hardware. is is as close as the original as possible. Yep. Let's see. If, Sorry if to interrupt. anyone happens to be in- no no it's fine. But if anyone happens to be interested in buying this, should this actually be real? They could probably get ready to shell out about 160 US dollars, and I think that was 499. Let's see, what is uh, the Brazilian like- Yeah. Oh, you cut out Brazilian what? Uh, reais. It's 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 their currency. Never mind. Reais. Okay. <laughs> it's it's uh, reals if you want. <laughs> reals. Oh. <laughs> it's easier that way. Jeez, I knew it. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, we're actually trying to get a hold of Tectoy uh, for an interview on the Sega Lounge. I'm not sure if we'll, if we'll be able to, but uh, the language won't be a problem, guys. So if you're 
hearing oh, this. Here you let are us know. excited about this. <laughs> we'll translate it later. We can do it in Portuguese. Just saying. Yeah. Yep. Moving on. Let's see. Moving on. This one actually had me kind of iffy. Sonic CD goes free to play with ads. Uh, <laughs> I feel sorry for the mobile market right now. Sonic CD has now been updated to version 2.0, which changed the app from a paid game to a free-to-play game with ads. The issue with this is that if you bought Sonic CD before going free-to-play, you will also be getting ads and be asked to pay $1.99 to remove them. According to, to developer Christian Wrighthead, this is all Sega's doing since he's been work busy working on Sonic Mania. That's... <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> that's Save a bummer. From advertising. Like, uh, okay, I bought this game, now it's updated, and now I have ads with my game. What? Yes. <laughs> bonus! Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a bonus! I, you didn't have ads before, so we, we added ads to your game. For free! Yeah. And you now have to, play, oh. to pay if you want to remove them. Like, Sega has yet to come out and comment on the change, but I seriously think it's just an error that will hopefully re be resolved. Well, at least that's what the writer said. I'm certainly hoping this is an error, too, because if you bought the game, you shouldn't have to deal with ads after this update. I mean, you bought it already. What is this? Yeah. You know what it should add it? Multiplayer. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, Sonic CD doesn't have multiplayer, right? Local multiplayer, does it? Not that Sonic I know. 2 Sonic 2 has, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's a, an interesting idea. Sonic CD multiplayer. Hmm. Maybe someday. And ads. I don't know. <laughs> so moving on. Have we oh, lost let's see. No, moving on. Nope, I'm still here. <laughs> I am not lost yet. Let's see, check out the Desert Like Mirage Saloon Zone in Sonic Mania. I actually didn't get a chance to look through this video all the way, but it looks pretty cool. At Sonic's 25th anniversary, Sega revealed the highly anticipated Sonic Mania. The past couple of months have slowly revealed new information, and today we've got some more footage. And from what I could actually glean from the video, it's about... It's a little over 26, 26 minutes, and it looks like it's a combination of... Hmm... I know I've got some Sandopolis zone in there a bit, like maybe the first act, but they're like... Actually, hold on a moment. I had it, paused it, somewhere. I think it's it's um, based on the, um, the that Sonic CD level that Christian Whitehead wanted to include in the... Um, in the HD remake, but wasn't able to. It wasn't. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing that now. Sorry, Cory. Was that a, a Desert Dazzle you were talking about? Exactly, Desert Dazzle. Yeah, which was in 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 turn, I think, based on uh, Dust Zone from the Sonic Two beta. I think. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm I'm getting major. Uh, Desert Dazzle vibes from from the the, the footage. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What about you guys? I love the I love the uh, cameo of uh, of them boys. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awesome. lost on this one. Yeah. So uh, if so you... basically, yeah. yeah. So basically, um, from the uh, gameplay video, uh, there's a cameo of uh, Fang the Sniper 
uh, also known as Nack the Weasel from uh, Sonic Triple Trouble, and he also got Barking Bean from Sonic the Fighters. And oh my goodness! Like yeah, it's like a cameo similar to Sonic Generations. Oh, so they, uh, wanted posters? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, wanted yeah, it was wanted posters. Yeah. Oh, that is great! I cannot wait for this. And I, I like how uh, the person playing the game. Uh, so th this was posted by the. Um, uh, kind of funny videos, guys, um, and uh, I like how they just pass through the the wanted posters and say nothing about them. Yeah. Wow, that's shameful. I I, I <laughs> weeped. I weeped a bit. The guy says he's a major Sonic fan. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So so this is exciting. Um, what do you guys think of the, the the level of this new level? Oh, I love I love yeah. What I like about it, I love the uh, level gimmick where the uh, where Sonic and Tails will have to go through the revolver and it rotates yeah. to any direction you have to go. It's kind of like uh, you know Sonic Rush, the um, what was it Final Rush? I can't remember the level. It's been so long. I've been playing Sonic. Uh, I do Sonic remember Rush. the part you're talking about. That was pretty neat. Yeah, they like I like how they've uh, like how the the the, the hand just. Like reloads the uh, revolver with uh, Sonic and Tails. Um, inside, you can like uh, go any direction you want to take them and stuff. Yep. I I'm looking forward to Sonic Mania so much. Yeah. Oh, I think I think it's gonna be great. So and I like how how the guy playing says it feels like the classic Sonic experience. So that's the most important part for me. I think. And everyone's saying that. Well, so. I played the uh, demo over at the uh, the Sonic 25th anniversary party. It was amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Looking forward to that quite a bit. Yep. So moving on, one last bit of news. As per K. Yep. Last article. Uh, let's see. Standalone version of 3D Power Drift announced, among other info. Uh, let's see. Oh. Oh, wow, I actually didn't take a look at this one in depth. Oh, wow, this is great. Uh, as we all know, <laughs> the, the Sega 3D Classics collection released recently for the 3DS Worldwide. This packaging of previous Sega 3D Classics titles added two new games in the form of Power Trip and Puyo Puyo 2. Some early adopters of the 3D Classics games, myself included, wondered if the two new games would be released separately at some point, so it didn't feel like buying all the same games over again just to play two new titles. It would make sense considering that most of the games added have been out for a while now. Well, let's see, before Puyo Puyo 2 got their own release, and now the same is being done for 3D Power Drift. Now, in addition to the game itself getting a standalone release, there will be some other things added, like different characters from other games like Adam, Axel, and Blaze from Streets of Rage, the Flagman from Outrun, Harrier from Space Harrier, and the Super Hang On Rider. Now, this is actually pretty cool because, let's see, a little, let's see, a little further down, they have like portraits of the characters that they're going to include and it's not just them being there they'll have like uh, courses a and e will have a sega classic music instead of the original power of soundtrack so we'll be hearing things from outrun space harrier thunderblade afterburner 2 and fantasy zone and it will all be remixed with power of soundboard so i'm excited for that just awesome. by reading it alone yeah awesome i like how they call uh the hang on writer mr hang on <laughs> But uh, but my my favorite one is by far Flagman. It's it's uh, one of the Sega characters that I think should have uh, his own game. You know, 
Adventures of Flagman. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but I, I love the the character. He's like yeah, uh, his be, dance moves and everything in the you know. Yeah, it'll be like the uh, like a spiritual successor to uh, Big's Big Fish and Adventure Three. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, Flagman's flagging adventure, Wa- uh, flag waving yeah. adventure, or something. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but this is is really good news, and hopefully we'll get this uh, in the West as well, because we we need oh, yeah. we need more Sega 3D classics. So yes, indeed. Do. And speaking of which, uh, let's see. Also, some insight was added on whether 3D archives files did would be making an appearance in Western shores or not. According to Yosuke Kunari, one of the main producers of this of the Sega 3D classics re- series, Sega Japan only has plans to release the collection in Japan and nowhere else. By the way, he worded nice. it. It seems like Sega of America's decision on whether on whether this collection comes to the states or not. So, if you wanted to come to the states, try to tell Sega buy of the America first one. about it. Maybe. Buy the first one. Yeah, buy the first one. Let them know that you yeah. want yeah. this to and, come over here. And same please. for same for European fans. Buy the the first one when it comes out next month. Yes. Someone call. Sam Mullen, we need him. He's our hero. He's our localization hero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sam Mullen to the rescue. <laughs> all right, so I think that's the news, right, Esperke? Yep, that's all of them. That's all of them we're for for the long. week. Um, if if we forgot something, uh, let us know. Yell at us or something. Um, actually, uh, a winner was you, uh, tweeted us. He asked, which game has the art book again? Seventh Dragon or, uh, Shin Megami Tensei? As per K? I think both, right? I believe both. I think both. Let me uh, just check the... Yeah, both. Yeah. So physical releases for both, they include an art book. So if you want the art books, just get both of them. Yeah. Physical. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Buy physical games. Indeed. So uh, that's all for the news. Hopefully, we've enlightened uh, a winner with you with that answer. And it's time to move on. It's time to take a quick music break. Um, Cory Maru picked awesome Sega tunes for us uh, tonight. Uh, we'll start with uh, an unused track, actually, from the Streets of Rage soundtrack. Uh, and when we come back after that, after this short, short music break, we'll come back with Korimaru and talk about Sonic and Sega Fan Jam 2016. So this is the Super Threk from Streets of Rage.
is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. We're here with Cory Maru. Hello, Cory, again. Hey, guys. How's it going? Welcome back to the show. I was just... Uh, I just noticed your um, Discord uh, avatar, and I love it. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, want to explain what this is, by the way? Because no one else uh, is well, looking at it. You guys remember that uh, the meme that the uh, Hot Pepper Gaming posted about, like, with Aaron Weber's head in the middle of the uh, black screen saying, this is your move now, Sonic? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I pretty much took that, used Photoshop, and added Aaron's uh, head and face, like, on their numerous Sega titles and stuff, like House of the Dead. <laughs> Actually, Typing of the Dead. Uh, Virtual Fighter 2, because he does kind of remind me of uh, Leon from uh, Virtual Fighter. Uh, we also have uh, another one, I, 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 Burning Ranger. That's one because the, I remember he was eating the, the hot peppers and stuff. Yeah, so hilarious, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I had, I had to make a reference towards that. Awesome, awesome stuff. So, so Corey, um, for those your this is your second appearance on on the show. But for those that aren't familiar with you, would you like to tell us a bit about yourself and your history with Sega? Okay, so guys, um, I'm a contributing writer for SegaBits.com, uh, hosted by George and Barry. Um, we uh, all cover Sega news and updates from uh, Sega themselves or like uh, anything like Sega related uh, we also do like uh, podcasts like Swing and Report Show Sega Talk um, and we also go over to like several conventions covering any Sega news as much as possible uh, just recently uh, I came from New York with my friend uh, Flair Hanaburo. Uh we both went to uh, New York Comic Con uh, while Sega wasn't there we happened to bump into a few faces who, uh, who were involved with Sega. Uh, we happened to meet uh, Cedric Biscay from uh, Shibuya Productions, yep. uh, who happened to be working on Shinmu 3. Mm -hmm. Good uh, friend of our show as well. Yeah. We, we happened to meet, uh, what's, what's her name, uh, Jennifer Hernandez, uh, Tracy Yardley, and Matt Herms of uh, Archie Comics. They were all there. Um, and this is not Sega related or anyway, uh, any chance. Uh, I happened to got I got to meet Bruce Campbell. That was like <laughs> my biggest highlight. <laughs> yeah, um, it doesn't have to be Sega yeah. related. <laughs> so like, uh, I've been a Sega fan since '94. Uh, um, my first uh, Sega game was Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and from there. Uh, I started getting into like different game franchises like Streets of Rage, Shinobi, Golden Axe, uh, Virtual Fighter, uh, and I think I mentioned this on the last time I appeared in, uh, in the uh, Sega Lounge. I used to be afraid of House of the Dead. Halloween is coming up, so like, yeah, I used to be really, really afraid of House of the Dead. <laughs> but, uh, I felt like it was more grotesque than uh, Resident Evil with the uh, how the uh, the team end up modeling all the uh, characters' faces and stuff to look more realistic in the second game. Boy, it was, it was creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and I also do like Sega cosplays and stuff. Uh, you probably see me around uh, cosplaying as Akira Yuki from Virtual Fighter. Uh, I have cosplayed as Joe Masashi from uh, Shinobi. Uh, what else? And I might try to cosplay like for another character sometime next year. Um, and now on to how I met Sega. So this was a long time ago. I think it was New York Comic Con 2009 or 10. I think it was around when before Sonic and the Black Knight and House of the Dead Overkill was about to be released. Uh, this is my first time meeting Sega. So like, I, I've been... I, it was like a dream come true. So like, I got to meet Aaron Weber for the first time. I think this this was like when he was like younger when he first started out. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to chat with him, and I uh, got to chat with many other Sega people and stuff. And got some free swag, and then ever since then, uh, it's been like at least six or seven years. Uh, I've known the guys from Sega and stuff. So I, I go to several conventions um, every year, and I happen to see them. Uh, whatever I go and stuff, so it's just like really a huge honor meeting uh, Aaron Weber and the rest of the Sega team, uh, Sega of America, starting the entire year. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so you're now uh, putting together yet another edition of the Sonic and Sega Fan Jam. Um, oh yeah. So what is the Sonic and Sega Fan Jam? I asked this last time, but please do tell what is the Sonic and Sega Fan Jam for those that aren't aware of it oh certainly uh, well Sonic and Sega Fan Jam is a fan convention um, dedicated to everything Sega uh, from the Sega Master System Sega Genesis all the way up to the uh, Dreamcast and modern consoles um, we, lo- we would like to give our audiences and the attendees like an arcade experience where people because like not many people are familiar with like Sega games now other than Sonic so like uh, we want to give like people awareness of like other games Sega has been releasing and stuff and also give you know major support from Sega themselves for people mm-hmm. to like try out insider games um, not only that we also have like uh, special guests that work behind the games and stuff too uh, like I can tell you, I can tell you guys right now one of our first guesses that we've announced for this year uh, is Mike Pollock, the uh, voice of Dr. Eggman. He's coming. Oh. Um, what else I can think of? Uh, we have Ian Flynn, the uh, comic book writer for the Sonic the Hedgehog series, uh, mm-hmm. along with his wife, Aaliyah Baker. Uh, Tracy Yardley is coming back again awesome. uh, for this year. Uh, we also have a, another Archie-related guest coming through. Um, uh, I, I got his name wrong by accident the other day. Uh, <laughs> his name is Adam. Uh, Adam Thomas. He's coming down here. Um, cool stuff. And now on to the uh, the Sega video game guests that we have. Uh, we have Aaron Weber. Like two years ago, I always wanted to bring this man to the the uh, Sonic and Sega fan jam. Now this is like a good opportunity. To bring him down here and show him around Savannah, and um, maybe uh, you know, hopefully, we like reveal a thing or two. Um, we also have Greg Johnson, the creator of Toadama Earl. Awesome stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, he's coming down here for um, uh, for the event as well. Um, 
So like uh, for this year's theme, I like what I plan like planning out with uh, many other people uh, in my group. Uh, I want it to be more of a Sega anniversary theme. Like you know, not only Sonic the Hedgehog is having his 25th anniversary. There's other games like Streets of Rage, Puyo Puyo, uh, Soccer Wars, House of the Dead. Uh, all those games are having like uh, anniversary titles, and so yeah. when people walk in at the uh, Coastal Georgia Center, that's where the Bandai is going to be held at. Um, people can try out those anniversary games when they walk in uh, at the event. Um, that's awesome. That's a, I think I think that's that's one of the the things that I like the most about about this event. It's it's not not just Sonic. Um, yeah. You know I'm I'm I usually say this on on my shows, but like we're we're Radio Sega. We're not just Radio Sonic, so we like to play Sega music. Uh, and I think there should be more Sega centric conventions. There aren't focused uh, exclusively on Sonic because you know. Uh, I think most new people, so the, the younger people, uh, don't know Sega like we do, and they just think yeah. about Sonic and that's it. And we should yeah, try to. Yeah, out there. Yeah, we should try and get people to play other games, other great games. Uh, and so I think that's a, that's a really cool idea f from you guys. Oh yeah, um, there's some more stuff I wanted to uh, to talk about. So panels. So this year we're focusing on uh, more of a Sega-centric, uh, you know, fan panels, and we have mm -hmm. a lot of entries uh, who submitted their panels, uh, submissions, and stuff. So we actually have a couple from the uh, Sega fan community, uh, actually the fan site community, I should say. Uh, we have uh, Streets of Rage Online, um, Puyo Nexus coming. Uh, we also have the uh, Kiss Me Sweet Soccer Wars Facebook page coming in. Um, what was we think of? Uh, Sonic Jewels and Miracles. It's a it's a fan film by uh, Team Dream. Uh, probably it's going to be our like, our only fan film that we're going to uh, uh, show at the event. So I, it'd be like you know for that way it, we can have some Sonic stuff in the uh, in the event and stuff. And last but not least. You guys will get to meet the team behind Big Big Mission Adventure Three. <laughs> yeah, all the fangirling right now. Oh, too, much. Yes. too much. Too <laughs> much. Like, I'm a bit surprised myself. Like, we have all these people. Um, so, like, we're we're selling tickets online. They're like, like eight fifteen. No, oh, eight dollars and fifteen cents to uh to get in. Um, we also have an indoor price for like. It depends on age. Uh, it depends on the age and like if you're in school. So it's five dollars for children under thirteen. Uh, Ten dollars for any anybody who's like a student at a college, maybe like a, like a college, university, or high school. Mm -hmm. And fifteen dollars for like uh, regular people. But, like online tickets are a lot cheaper. We have it yeah. on. Uh, Eventbrite. It's uh, fanjam2016.eventbrite.com. Um, so, by the way, uh, before we get into that, um, so y are you still taking uh, donations via your GoGetFunding page right now? Uh, we kind of are, but like when the event uh, closes, um, 
we're probably gonna close it like the week before the event starts. Mm-hmm. And um, what else I wanna say? As for the rewards and stuff, uh, probably after Fan Jam is over, we're gonna go ahead and like uh, move forward and bring in everybody their rewards okay. and stuff because it's, it's it's a challenging step to like have the event set up and everything. And you also got like you know. You got to make sure the schedule is on point. You got to make sure everybody is following, like, you know what's going on and everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, I'm, overall, I'm really, really excited so far. Like, I'm, I'm, su- I'm still surprised that Aaron Weber and Greg Johnson accepted the invitation. Yeah, that, that, that is going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, someone else that's coming, I believe, is T Lopes. Oh, right. yes. I Since so, this yet. is a, a radio station, so we're, we're <laughs> we'd like to talk about the music. <laughs> oh, so I contacted T Lopes um, since he he lives in uh, in the New York area, New Jersey. Uh, he, he was a lot easier to contact. Um, I asked him if he was uh, interested in becoming our DJ. Uh, he says yes. So like he's he's cooking up something for Fan Jam. That's he's exciting. Up something. Exciting. So it's, it's, it's going to be amazing. So he's he's going to probably do a couple of remixes from numerous Sonic games, uh, including the newer one. And um, he's also going to do uh, what was another one? He's going to do uh, some Sega Tunes uh, remix. Um, awesome. What else? Yeah. Uh. I can't, I can't even think of anything else right now. I'm, I'm just so excited for like what's <laughs> going on and everything. So awesome. It's gonna be, yeah, going be amazing. It sounds um, like it. It sounds like it. I just posted. Uh, so if you're on on the the Radio Sega Discord channel, uh, I just posted the link where, where you can go to buy tickets for the Sonic and Sega Fan Jam. So just go there. I'm gonna tweet this link as well, so everyone listening to us can check this out and uh, yes. yeah and buy and, some um, tickets if they want yeah so Sonic and Sega Fan Jam will take place on uh, November 12th at Savannah Georgia um, it's going to be at the uh, Coastal Georgia Center uh, its location is 305 Bam Street uh, zip code is 31401 um, there's something else I want to say to all the Sonic fans in like Georgia or like around the uh, Georgia area if you guys call yourselves hardcore Sega like Sonic fans you all should come to Fan Jam we have a surprise for everyone ooh exciting oh this cool. is gonna be awesome I, I want every Sonic fan to be there to check it out you know Aaron Weber's there and you got like the big big mission adventure team coming um also, we also want to have like uh, animation done by Dorian Nilsson. Uh, he's working on uh, the animations for the event. He's also done. Uh, he, he also, he, are you guys familiar with the uh, Sonic Prologue fan film? Yep, I am. Yeah, he's the guy behind that. So he's helping out with the uh, animations for like uh, you know Sonic interacting with the uh, the audience. And- and a lot of Sega characters would be interacting with the fans as well. 
Um, speaking Ooh, of interaction, nice. we're going to have contests uh, dedicated to uh, games and cosplay. Um, and maybe some interactivity. Like, uh, if you if, are you guys familiar with like the Sonic McDonald's bags? Uh, not really. Barely. Well, in the, well, in the back in the day, I think like around 2004, like there used to be like these Sonic McDonald bags where they show like uh, you know like real life activities and stuff like Sonic Tag and Tails Air Soccer. Um, oh, that I remember now. Yeah. Oh dear. So, not those. <laughs> <laughs> so so you you might see something like that happening at Fan Jam but it with a Sega twist. It, oh it's going to be it's going to be some interactivity going on and stuff. But it, but it's, it won't be like it's just going to be like everything Sega. So like you 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 guys might fi- like find it very familiar. Um the event also will have a, a stream as well. So if people can't make it to the event, there's just going to be like a live stream on our YouTube channel. Awesome! Oh, that's nice. I'll check it out. Yeah, and it won't be too far away for it. And we'll we'll saying. try we'll try to uh, post uh, something about that on our social media as well. So if you're following Radio Sega, we'll try to post the link to that stream online stream if you're interested in checking out the fan jam and you're aren't, aren't able to attend. But if you are in the area. Guys, just what are you waiting for? Just buy your ticket and go, because it's gonna be. Oh, yeah. It sounds like it's gonna be amazing. So, oh, it's gonna be lit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, so yeah, so awesome stuff, uh, exciting announcements. Uh, are you uh, planning on announcing anything else uh, in the time between today and <laughs> the event actually happening, or are you done with um. announcements? I, I guess that's that's it for now. Um, maybe maybe something next week. Uh, maybe a few things next week and stuff. But I I, I got everything out of the bag for so far. Okay. Uh, right now. You're a bit of a tease, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, um, you are. I'm a teaser. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so yeah, that, that's exciting news. Um, and the Twinny on Discord is saying, "Oh man, I remember those McDonald's Happy Meal Sonic toys. I remember there was also Billy Hatcher and Super Monkey Ball ones too." Oh, oh yeah. I barely remember the Super Monkey Ball one. He he wrote up. he wrote Super Money Ball, but I don't think that's. I think he meant Super Monkey Ball. Super Money Ball would be interesting. But Super Money Ball. <laughs> uh, new Sega franchise coming soon. Super Money Ball. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he has now edited his post, so it's Super Monkey Ball. Uh, yeah, so um, I, th- I think it's time we take a, qu- a quick break, uh, Corey. Uh, it's, it's great to talk to you about uh, the fan jam, but you know, we usually have a, a, an interesting surprise for our guests. And so it's time for that surprise. And you know what it is right now. So you remember, you remember. Um, however, you know, to, so you can relax before that. Uh, we're going to play one of your requests. We're going to play uh, a track from Yakuza Kiwami. It's called Funk Goes On Extreme Version. And we'll be right back with something special on the Sega Lounge. So don't go anywhere. Keep listening to us. This is Radio Sega. Radio Sega. 
Welcome back to the Sega Lounge. We're back with Cory Maru. Hello, Cory. Hello. Hello. I hope you enjoyed that tune that you requested for us. Uh, Funko's on Extreme from oh, yeah. Yakuza Kiwami. Yeah. We need this game released in the West as well, Sega. Get on it. Um, so, oh, yeah. 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 Cory, it's time for something. It's time for you to relieve... Uh, your painful experiences with the House of the Dead. <laughs> uh, why? Because that's the theme of this week's The Sega Lounge Challenge. However, Cory, before we get into the challenge, it's time to play the intro, okay? And so I'm gonna pause this and play the Sega Lounge Challenge intro. Now you know our guests, they're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. Welcome, welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. Ooh, scary. Okay, so Korimaru, it's time for this week's the Sega Lounge Challenge. Are you ready? Hey, Nami fam. <laughs> oh, he sounds like he's ready for this. I don't know, I don't know. So this week's uh, challenge is called The Haunted Lounge. Uh, I, I don't have a creepy sound effect, I think. Oh, but I, I do have this one. I think this works. It's called The Haunted Lounge. Okay, uh, that's good enough. <laughs> Close enough for me. Um, what is the Haunted Lounge? Well, it's basically a quiz on the House of the Dead. So, you, you're you a webmaster at the website of the Dead, right? Yeah. And so, you're, you know your way around the, the House of the Dead games, you know stuff about the games. And so, we have a few trivia questions for, for you. Uh, we have. Uh, sorry, yeah. It's been a while, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> we have ten questions for you. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll take turns as per K. Okay. okay? Uh, why don't you go mm -hmm. first with the question number one? Oh sure. Uh, let's see. What was the first name of Doctor Kurian, who's mentioned AMS agents infiltrate in the first game? You said his name. Yes. What's his first name? Roy. Are you sure? Casey, what do you think? I don't know. Is he sure? I'm very sure. That is correct! Nice! That is correct. That is, that is correct. Okay, so, good start, good start. Let's see what happens. Um, what's the nickname of AMS agent Thomas Rogan? Nickname. Nickname. Uh, are you... Referring to his agent name? Uh, he has a nickname. I'm not sure if that's the same. I don't think so. But do try something. Take a guess. Mm. The nickname. 
The nickname, the nickname. He's, nickname. he's like a top agent, right? But he's got a nickname. Any guesses? <laughs> this is this is reference to the, the first game's manual too. <laughs> um he has a nickname. Um We need an answer. Eager Eagle. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. I got it wrong. Remember uh, he came through in the clutch. Uh, did he? I don't think so. No, he, he did. He did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, don't. No, I'm the ghost. No. I, I like the. I like the suspense. I like the suspense. Yeah, because I remember that uh, uh, both him and G have like uh, agent names. Uh, G's uh, name is uh, Silverfang. But I, I remember G because I usually play as G. I don't, I don't play Thomas like I usually do. But anyway, <laughs> on to the next question. <laughs> okay, so question number three, Esper K. Speaking of Agent G, what is the name of Agent G's partner in the House of the Dead Overkill? My God. <laughs> Isaac Washington, baby. <laughs> he sounds so sure about that one. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I think he's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so three out of three. Not bad. Not bad. Okay, so this is, a, I think, a hard one. Maybe not. What is the name... Of the CEO of DBR Corporation. The CEO <laughs> of DBR Corporation. It's probably very, very easy. Caleb Goldman. Hmm. So your answer is Caleb Goldman. Yeah. Is he right, Esper K? Yeah. No suspense there. He, yeah, is. he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very well, so question number five. One of the main characters of the House of the Dead Theory is the daughter of Thomas Rogan, Lisa. What's the name of her mother? Sophie Richards. That didn't even take long at all. Wow. Wow. Uh, and you should have, you know, put some thought into that, I think. It's correct. It's correct. <laughs> it's correct. He knows it all. He knows it all. Question number six. So Halfway this through. this is this is a, a multiple que uh, multiple choice question. Um, which of the following was the original title of Zombie Revenge, a spin-off of The House of the Dead? Option A: Blood and Sand. Option B: Blood Bullet. Option C: Bloodlust. Okay, I'm gonna have to be like Strider here. To, I'm gonna say option B. So, blood bullet. Is it? N not the amazing uh, vampire spin-off Bloodlust. No. No. So option B is correct. Obviously. Yay! Obviously. Question number seven. I think we'll I think we'll get a, a perfect score here. Perfect. I don't know. Yeah, sounds like it. Look from here on in, looks like true or false. So for this one, we have true or false. Agent G speaks six different lang languages. 
<laughs> True. Is that your final answer? You know, you know, it's funny. I actually got that from um, from the Japanese uh, perfect guide a while back. That and that was that was actually written by me <laughs> on that Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, cute! <laughs> Just kidding. He got it. <laughs> obviously, obviously. Okay, so question number eight: True or false? In the Japanese version of the House of the Dead Two, the Emperor's name is Apocalypse. Apocalypse. True false. or false? True or false? Sorry. False. Is that your final answer? Yes, yeah, my final. Answer. Are you sure? I'm very sure. <laughs> Actually, it was true. The streak has been it's, broken. That was true. No. That was true. Uh, that was true. Yeah, it's uh, in the Japanese version of the House of the Dead Two. The Emperor's name is Apocalypse. Apparently, yeah. It, it, really? Perhaps you wrote that as well, but you don't remember. What? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> is it? Is it on the Wikipedia? Yeah, it is. So on that, the Japanese Wikipedia. I don't know. Yeah, I say, I saw that the Japanese version has a different name for the emperor. So don't blame me. That's, that's don't blame weird. me. Uh, anyway, we still have two left. So number nine, Esper K. Right. Is Esper K? Oh, let's see. True no, or she's, false? She's the magician is the final boss in the Pinball of the Dead. False. Hmm. Hmm. Is he? Well, is he right? Considering the magician was the first boss, and was it House of the Dead Arcade? I mean, it would make sense that he wouldn't be the first. That like that he wouldn't be the final boss in Pinball of the Dead. I think he got it right. He is right. He is right. It's so question number ten, final one. In the movie adaptation, the main protagonist is Rudy Kurian. True. Are you sure this is the final question? Yes, yeah, the final final countdown. <laughs> Are you sure you want to go go down with a wrong answer? No, his name is Rudy Curian. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Well done. And so ten. You got bad. You have nine nine out of ten. So so yeah and. Uh, question number eight. He's not sure. He's going to research it after the show ends. I'm sure. Uh, if you, if you, if I was uh, wrong, let me know afterwards, Corey. But I think I, I got it correctly. Right. So, uh, Corey, well done. You got through the haunted lounge. What was uh, that? What kind of accent was this? The haunted lounge uh, <laughs> on the Sega Lounge. So you deserve this. Yes, we deserve this and this as well. Oh, okay, kids, yeah. shut up, shut up, kids. That's okay. That's all right. Yeah. So, uh, Corey Maru, uh, thank you for for coming on on the Sega Lounge. Um, anything else you'd like to to add um, about the, the fan jam or anything else for um, people listening to us? Oh, 
we're definitely going to have, uh, I forgot to mention this uh, with the contests. Uh, we're going to have, of course, a Sonic Adventure 2 tournament and a cosplay contest. And we're keeping the interactive contest as a secret. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So maybe give us like a week or two and it will be ready to announce all the contests and stuff. Awesome. So that's more exciting news regarding the Fan Jam. So as uh, to recap, um, people can get tickets uh, at the eventbrite.com website. Um, yep. I, I posted the link on Twitter and the Discord channel. Um, people can also... Um, I was going to say something. I just... Oh, the date. So it's on Saturday, November 12th. 2016 um, starts at 10 a.m. Eastern, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, and so, if you're not able to attend, uh, you know, keep your eyes on on all social media or Radio Sega or the the Fan Jam social media. So you can go to Facebook.com/slash Sonic Sega Fan Jam. That's the the Facebook page. Yep. You also have at SSF uh, or SS Fan Jam. Sonic Sega Fan Jam SS Fan Jam um, and we'll try to update you with um, with the dates um, with the dates for, 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 for not the dates with the, the, the link to the live stream I was distracted by by Discord uh, obviously Myron S who else uh, posted that I am correct about the Emperor's name in the Japanese version so, so thank you oh. Myron for for that, uh, <laughs> for that, uh, uh, you know, clarification. Uh, Corey, thank you so much for for being here. Uh, it's been fun. It's always fun to have you on. So we need to do this again soon. Maybe when you're a little less busy and less stressed about the fan jam. <laughs> but oh, I, I hope I honor. yeah I wish you all the best for for this this new edition of the the fan jam. And uh, let us yes, know. Best of luck with it. Yeah, let us know uh, when when you have news, and we'll try to update everyone on on uh, the recent, the most recent fan jam uh, developments. So, Corey, thank you so much. It's time to move on. Uh, we'll we have one final segment of this show. It's called After Hours. But before we go, we're gonna play um, we're gonna play music that Corey requested. We're going to play some Sonic Mania tracks, and that's fitting because, you know, uh, T. Lopes is going to be at the Fan Jam, so that's awesome, that's amazing. I'm really looking forward to listening to what he has in store for um, for the, the Fan Jam. So we'll play, as requested by Corey, uh, the title screen track and Studiopolis Zone as well. Corey... Once again, thank you so much for joining us on the Sega Lounge. We'll see you very, very soon. Bye. Thank you. And for the rest of you guys, don't go anywhere. Take a listen to Sonic Mania. And afterwards, this week's edition of Memories of Sega by A Winner Was You, featuring Blue Stinger, which is a really spooky game as well. So it's fitting. And here's the title screen for Sonic Mania.
every week a different guest, Sega music, news, and whatever else we can think of. The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega. From the 90s to the present, take a trip back in time with A Winner Was You as he looks back at the Sega games that defined his life. Memories of Sega. We're getting into the Halloween spirit this week, and as such, we'll be looking at Blue Stinger, a survival horror game released on the Dreamcast in 1998. Widely panned by many people on release, Blue Stinger isn't one of the more popular games of its type on the system, but somehow, I personally didn't find it without its charms. This game is notable for being one of the launch titles for the system, at least it was in the West. In fact, in the UK, this game came out a whole week before the Dreamcast itself. Talk about jumping the gun. Also worthy of notice that the developers went on to make the cult horror game Illbleed, though that's not one I've played myself due to it not coming out in the UK. My first encounter with Blue Stinger was in an issue of good old Sega Saturn magazine. With the release of a Dreamcast incoming, they were naturally putting a fair bit of focus on the console, and this particular issue had a preview for the game. I thought it looked okay, but it didn't really grab me at the time. The actual reviews for the game weren't that great either, which made me even more indifferent to it. Eventually though, a few years later I saw the game on sale at Toys R Us, so I figured I'd buy it. I knew it wasn't supposed to be all that, but what the hell, it was cheap, so I wasn't wasting too much of my money. Besides, how bad could it be? The story focuses on Elliot Ballard, a member of a sea rescue team called ESA, that's the special sea evacuation and rescue to you and me. He's managed to bag his first holiday in two years, but has rather foolishly decided to spend it on a boat near Dinosaur Island, an island where the meteor that supposedly wiped out the dinosaurs originally landed. Naturally, things go very wrong very quickly, and Elliot finds himself trapped on the island. To make matters even worse, most of the island's inhabitants are either dead or mutated into various hideous monsters. He soon meets up with Dogs Bower, a cargo ship captain, and it isn't long before the pair team up to find out what the hell is going on on the island. They have some extra assistance from Janine King, a member of the island's security team, and Nephilim, a mysterious spirit-like creature, but it becomes very clear that solving this mystery would be much easier said than done. The game itself is viewed from behind your character. The original Japanese version of the game had a more Resident Evil-style camera, but this was changed for the Western versions of the game due to complaints over how bad it originally was. It's pretty much like most survival horror games, but it has a few neat touches. You can switch between Elliot and dogs at any time, and you can also gain money from defeated monsters which can be used to buy healing items, new weapons and ammo. The weapons themselves are quite varied, and range from your usual handguns, shotguns and rocket launchers, to more exotic fear like laser pistols and even a lightsaber-style sword. The healing items are actually kind of annoying in this game, as when used, your character has to stop and eat or drink the selected item, which leaves them vulnerable, and if they get hit during that time, they'll drop the item and won't get healed. The game can be fairly annoying in places as well. The final boss in particular proved virtually impossible for me the first time around, and it got to a point where I had to start the game from the beginning to try and get better weapons and more healing items in order to actually stand a better chance. Thankfully this worked out, as I managed to beat the final boss this time around. Sadly, the ending itself was quite brief and not particularly worth the effort. Still, there were some parts I quite liked. There's one particular section over at the midway point of the game, where our heroes find themselves in a laboratory, and Elliot finds himself turning into a monster. At this point, you have to find an antidote before Elliot changes completely, but it's not all bad. Mutation allows Elliot to clamber up pipes and to reach new areas. I always thought this section was something a little different to the rest of the game, and a gradually mutating protagonist is always find something I find pretty cool in the game. 
Blue Stinger isn't what I'd call a great game, but it's one I did enjoy somewhat. The graphics are okay, though that camera still isn't much of an improvement over the Japanese version, while the soundtrack is quite nice with a few standard, uh, few standout tracks in there. The game doesn't feel too clunky, though still not wonderful, and there are a few nice touches throughout. It's not one I'd recommend, but if you want a Resident Evil-style game and you've already finished Code Veronica, you could do much worse than this. Memories of Sega This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Hello again, Esper Kate. Hello again. Hello, welcome back. And so we're almost done with the show this week. It's been fun. A little bit shorter than usual, but it's it's also nice to have short shows so people don't get bored. Uh, we had a, a great talk with uh, with Korimaru, so don't forget to check out uh, the Sega Sonic and Sega Fan Jam 
um, website and the Facebook page, Twitter page and everything. Um, before we go, something to talk about, uh, which is upcoming shows on Radio Sega. So if you're interested in knowing more about our a full schedule of live shows go to radiose.ga slash shows radiose.ga slash shows and uh, you can check out all the times for all our live shows coming up next it's Sega Mix Drive tomorrow at 9pm um, Western Europe time which is 4pm uh, Eastern and 1pm Pacific yes, we're here. yes and 1pm mm-hmm. Pacific Yes, I'm awesome. Uh, <laughs> I know the times. I know the times. Um, one one thing regarding times. Uh, it's uh, you know it's that time of the year again uh, when we do some time traveling uh, over here in the uh, in Europe. Yes. And so this Sunday um, there'll be there, there's going to be a, a time traveling thing going on, and we'll be. Let's see if I can get this correctly. So it's going to be one hour. Earlier, no, earlier here. So, what's the time difference then? So, we'll be four hours ahead of the Eastern time zone in Europe. I I think think. so. Because last time we had to do an adjustment like this, I remember the like whatever show we had on Monday instead of being at three was at four, wasn't it? Oh, so it's going to be one hour later for you guys. Yeah, obviously, because we... Yeah, 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 we're going to... Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. So it's it's actually uh, just four-hour difference. A four-hour difference to to the Eastern time zone. If you yeah, and yeah. I think it was a, a week later, things will be back the way they were. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe maybe two weeks? Wise. I don't know. Maybe when you guys weeks. When you guys, uh, you know, go, go back to the standard time zones i don't know but anyway if you're uh if you like to listen to radio sec live shows especially those uh that aren't in europe uh if you if you're not in europe and you like to listen to our shows don't forget uh they'll, they're going to be uh airing one hour later starting this monday or sunday if there's a, a sonic news show this sunday i don't think so but uh, at least on monday my show will be at um, one hour later if you're in the US. So 4 p.m. Eastern and 1 p.m. Pacific, I think. I believe. So so it should be. Yep, do not yeah. panic. Things will be back to quote unquote normal soon. They'll be back to normal soon when you guys you know make the jump as well. Um, anyway, before we get into the parking shots and we say goodbye, one thing that's uh, important to mention we're going to be bringing back the fan choice song of the year uh, contest Radio Sega's fan choice song of the year 2016 will be back very very soon so this year we'll have we'll have three different categories we'll have um, the request category that you're probably uh, familiar with if you're listening to uh, Saturday Night Sega if you've been listening to Saturday Night Sega these past few months um and um, we're going to be having the usual uh, Song of the Year edition. You guys can nominate your favorite uh, tracks from new Sega and Atlas games. And we're going to be we're going to be having a, a, the remix category. So we'll have Request of the Year, Song of the Year, and Remix of the Year this time. So three different categories this time. 
uh, more news on that soon. We're going to be having uh, a forum thread dedicated to this and a news post on Radio Sega uh, up shortly, as well as a promo on the 24-7 stream, so guys can know uh, how to vote, when to vote, and when to nominate tracks, and all that jazz. So keep looking, uh, keep uh, your eyes on, on RadioSega.net for that. Esper K, thank you so much for joining me this week on the Sega Lounge. Anything else thank you'd thank like you to... Me talk about before we go not necessarily not yet looking forward to the fan choice song of the year especially since i'll have more to think about more to choose and more to cry over just in case just like those kids outside i don't know where they came from Bye -bye. yeah um and yeah and uh you you were on this on this show 10 episodes ago, uh, ago so on episode four Last time you were here, uh, and oh, so oh, so I was. It's been that long ago. Yeah, wow. ten time episodes later, <laughs> I'm gonna end the show probably the same way. I I, I don't know if this was uh, if this was what I said last time, but um, you need to come back to Radio Sega and do a show. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, yes, I probably I said that last time. That I think a lot. So. Yeah, I think you. Wait, so, yeah. did you? I think I so. I think you did. I'm yeah. gonna keep saying this until you bring back your show. Until I come back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we need to. We need to work things out soon. Work it out. Work yes, it we out. Do. Make it better. We totally do. Oh no! <laughs> Not that song, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's been fun. This has been the Sega Lounge with. Korimaru. Uh, I'm not sure uh, who next week's guest is going to be, but we'll try to have a show. And we're still working things out. Speaking of work it out, we're still working things out with um, Jero and Tell. Uh, it's been hard, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it eventually. We'll get him on the show eventually. And so keep listening to us. We'll, we'll let you know when, when that happens. But next week, we'll try to have a show and have a new guest for you guys and more music and more news and whatever happens you know on the Sega Lounge we don't know we'll leave you with one final request by Korimaru it's a great track uh, if you like your fighting games you'll like this one it's the advertise song or a track mode from Fighting Vipers That's I've been KC I've been joined by Esper K bye Esper Bye, Casey. Bye. Bye, everyone. And we'll see you all sometime soon. Bye-bye.
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.